Hey guys, you are listening to the Rima Chapel Podcast, which brings the message of Jesus Christ to the lost all across the globe. Today's speaker is our own pastor, Reverend Samuel Donkoporte, pastor of Rima Chapel, Belfort, Germany. Hope you enjoy the message. The most notable ambush ever. If you study the God of Israel, you will notice that the God of Israel is a God who delights in ambushing his enemies. Really, as I was trying to go through the scriptures, I realized that there were many, 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 many. If we were to talk about all the ambushes in the Bible, we will not be finishing. The battle of Jericho was an ambushment. Because whereas the people thought, these guys are not, they've lost their head. Marching through a city or marching around a city. You don't talk. Day one, day two, day three, day four, five, six, seven. And then on the seventh day, they decided to march seven times. And somebody will say, now they have gone crazy. Now they are marching on the end day. But you see, even when they say you are mad, there's a method to your madness. And it is only those who are watching, or watching closely who would notice that they march exactly seven times. Then they lifted up a shout, and that was the ambushment. Because thick walls on which people have built their own houses, the walls, they were pushed right into the ground, as if the ground opened itself up to swallow the walls together with the houses. And the Bible declares that every man marched straight before him, meaning that there was not one stone to hinder anybody marching to take the city. That was ambushment of one of the most interesting proportions. Talk less of Pharaoh being foolish enough to send his chariots and his army into the River Jordan. Sorry, into the Mediterranean Sea. Just because you see some people marching on with their feet on dry ground doesn't mean you can march also on dry ground. There are many people out there, they don't know you. They think just because you are doing something, they can do it. No, it is not so. We operate by a law. The law of the spirit of life. And until and unless you come into that law, if you attempt to do what others are doing by law, that same law will swallow, swallow you up. So today we want to just talk about those, just, just this specific one that is so different from the rest. Uh, Isaiah chapter 40, the verse 20, 29 to 31. The Lord giveth to the faith, sorry, the Lord giveth power to the faith. And to them that have no strength or might, he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. This has been the scripture that has guided us throughout 21 days. 
In the name of Jesus, may you receive strength. May you receive strength in every area of your life. May your heart receive strength. May your heart be so strong, it will not fail you throughout the days that God has ordained you on this planet. In the name of Jesus. May your knees and ankle bones receive strength. May you never be found to be a man that is weak at prayer. May you be strong in prayer in the name of Jesus. May you be strong intellectually. May you be strong mentally. May you be strong emotionally, psychologically. May nobody be able to prey upon your emotions and manage to sway you into a place you don't want to go. I call for strong conviction upon you. May you be a man of conviction. May God grant you conviction. Strong conviction. The same kind of conviction that caused Stephen to be able to go being the first martyr. May God cause you to be a man of conviction. May your conviction cause you to stand out in our world. May you become a beacon of hope and a pillar of defense to men and women, people of faith, in the name of Jesus. May God strengthen you. I command your portmonnaie to put on strength. May God strengthen the work of your hands. May God strengthen your marriages. I command divine protection over every marriage in this place. And anything that is denied to any marriage, which is part of the original covenant, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I request of God an ambushment and an overthrow to those entities in Jesus' name. Whatever is standing in the way of your children, I decree an ambushment upon them. May your children be strong children, resisting drugs, resisting pornography, resisting all kinds of evil in this present world. May they be kept thoughtless, may they be kept blameless in this world in the name of Jesus. I command doors to open for you in the name of Jesus. May you begin to own houses in the name of Jesus. May you own houses in Deutschland. May you own property here. In the name of Jesus. Let the church own his own property. In the name of Jesus. And any entity that is targeting this church. Coming after our spirituality. Because when we walk the way we are supposed to walk. We become a threat. Therefore, they target people. Therefore, they target weaknesses. Therefore, they fight the grace upon people. May the Lord locate them. May the fire of God answer them. May the angels of God go after them. May God chase them. May they be persecuted. In the name of Jesus, we decree an ambushment, sudden fear, sudden destruction upon them in Jesus' name. Let the spirit of God have liberty in this place. Let this place be a favorable place for the spirit. Let the men and the women of this house, let them be known as friends of the Holy Ghost. And may the spirit of God feel comfortable in the temple that is their bodies. May God feel so comfortable. He has confidence in you and he brings you revelation. 
I command everything that is critical to your tomorrow to come to you by revelation before you enter into that tomorrow. May God through the Holy Ghost show you things to come. I demand that you ambush your enemies. Whereas they plan evil for you, may God himself by his grace cause you to have revelation so that if they are hiding in a place, you know it before you go in the name of Jesus. And whereas they hope to come upon you on the west and come upon you suddenly, may they be the ones who are having the shock of their lives in Jesus' name. Every hand of witchcraft against you, we cut it off. Every hand of the occult against you. Lord, we call of ambushments against them. In the name of Jesus. Those who think they can go and go and seek enchantments and divinations against you. We declare all the activities null and void. In the name of Jesus. Let there be ambushments against enchanters. Those who are releasing evil incantations. May God ambush them. In the name of Jesus. Our major ambushment. First Corinthians chapter 2, the verse number 9 to 12. But as it is written, I have not heard, seen, sorry, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Verse 10. But God have revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is of God so that we may know the things that are freely given to us of God. In the name of Jesus, every entity that is fighting your destiny, any entity that is fighting your mission in life, may they be located by the radar of God. And in Jesus' name, may God cause their sudden overthrow. In the name of Jesus. You are declared to be an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. I command your spiritual eyes to open. May the eyes of your understanding open. May you begin to see and may God cause you to see correctly. For whatever you see shall be your portion. As you see, so shall you be empowered to take it. In the name of Jesus, oh Holy Spirit, we ask for help. We ask for help. Divine help. Divine assistance. In the house, divine help, Lord. Help your people, Father, that we may take what rightfully belongs to us. In Jesus' name. Colossians chapter 2, the verse number 12. Up to the verse number 15. We are buried with him in baptism. Wherein also 
We are risen with him through the faith of the oppression of God. May God bring you into the oppressions of God. May you begin to flow in the oppressions of the Lord. May the oppressions of the Lord be around your territory, be around your home, be around your children, be around everything that you have on every side in the name of Jesus. And we declare in the name of Jesus that the oppression that brought you into the kingdom, let that oppression continue to keep you in the kingdom. Move you forward in the kingdom. Establish your feet in righteousness. Cause that everything that God has ordained for you come to pass in your time. In the name of Jesus, we declare if there is any gathering against you, if there is any army called into war against you, we declare that the Lord shall not join that army. The Lord shall not be in that war. The Lord shall not be in their camp. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, let God thunder upon them suddenly and scatter them for your sakes. In the name of Jesus, may you be empowered to begin to take the territories that are yours. In the name of Jesus. The Bible said, by the oppression of God who raised him from the dead, we are also raised. I declare that everyone appointed unto death, you are delivered. Yeah. Appointed unto death by sickness, you are delivered. Yeah. Appointed unto death by disease, you are delivered. Yeah. Appointed unto death by a failure of any organ in your body, you are delivered. Yeah. Appointed unto death by oppressions, spiritual oppressions, negative oppressions in the realms of the spirit, I declare you delivered. May your enemy come in your place in the name of Jesus. May those who seek your downfall, may they fall for your sake. May those who seek that you will be in Deutschland and the day that you go back, you have nothing to show so that they will laugh at you. May God cause them to be a laughing stock. May their shame and their everlasting disgrace never be forgotten in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we call forth for ambushments. Ambushments against the enemy. Come upon them suddenly and scatter them, oh God. Put on, oh God, your, your battle armor. Arise, oh God, as Jehovah Zebel, the God of the armies, the captain of the host, and rout those who hate you in the name of Jesus. And you being dead in your sins, and uncircumcision of your flesh, have he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. In the name of Jesus, I demand that the blood of Jesus cover every trespass. From the day you were small clot of blood in the womb, up to this very moment, I shut the mouth of every legal entity that rises up against you to fight your blessing and to push away your breakthrough. In Jesus' name, I command an overthrow. Oh God, we demand an ambushment against them. For how long, oh God, for how long? How long shall it be said of us, where is their God? Arise, oh God, and contend with him that contends against us that we may have our rest. 
in the name of Jesus. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. In the name of Jesus, I declare that the very word of God by which some seek to condemn you, that very word shall be the means of their overthrow. Whoever accuses you of fornication, let him understand that that fornication is on Jesus on the cross. Whoever accuses you of lying, let him understand that that lying is on the cross. Whoever accuses you of taking something that is not yours, let him go to the cross for his answer. And whoever accuses you that you are the son of somebody who has done anything evil and therefore to the fourth generation, you are part of them. Let him know that Jesus became the curse for you. I declare that every handwriting against you is blotted out for Jesus' sake and by virtue of his work for you. Therefore, you are free. Free from every legal demand. I bring you in the court of God. And I ask, oh God, let the court sit. And let the adversaries that are against your soul, those who are against your destiny, those who rise against your happiness, your joy, your blessing in this life, let them present themselves before the court of God. I call on the blood of Jesus for a witness that you are not guilty of that accusation. I call upon the Holy Ghost by whom you were born again for a witness that you are not guilty. And I call upon the sword of the spirit, the two-edged sword, the sword of the Lord. I call upon that sword to arise as a means of vengeance against false accusation. In the name of Jesus, Father, I demand a verdict, O God, on behalf of your people. Now is the time, O God, for liberty to touch their lives and be manifested in every area. I am speaking liberty to you. Liberty to your prayer life. Liberty to your ability to fast. Liberty to your capacity to dominate your own body in the name of Jesus. May you be known as a servant of holiness, a son of righteousness, a son who never brings shame, but a son who the father is proud of. May you experience anointings. May you experience those kinds of anointings that are in the depths of the love of God. May you rise to those anointings and scale those anointings that are there in the higher heights of God. May you have the capacity to access the mercy and the love and the gifts and the blessings that are locked out in that mercy in the breadth of it and in the length of it. In the name of Jesus. I hereby announce that our contention is not with man. I announce that it is not our job to fight the devil because I declare that the devil has already been fought and he has lost. I declare that the devil has already been destroyed 
We are only peace officers. We enforce the decree written. We enforce the law. Therefore, I declare in the name of Jesus that it is written that having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. Therefore, Lord, let the open shame of the enemy continue. Overthrow them. Demonic assignments. Overthrow them. Satanic concentrations. Overthrow them. Satanic assignments against families, against marriages, against homes, against children, against the people of God. Overthrow them in the name of Jesus. Those that say you will not be able to receive what God has ordained for you. May God so buffer them that they are never able to see their desire in the least fraction of it upon your life. In the name of Jesus, may God arise on your behalf as a man of war. May God arise as a great man of war that he is. May God contend with all who contend against you. And may you walk in your liberty in Jesus' name. Glory to Jesus. Romans chapter 8, the verse number 26 up to 28. There is a reason why nobody was allowed to do any preaching when Jesus left. But they were asked to wait. There is a reason. Romans 8, 26, are you there? Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. This scripture does not say the Spirit will do your praying for you. This scripture does not say now that the Spirit of God He's doing my praying for me. I will not pray anymore. Let me rest. This scripture is saying the spirit helps. Any helper does not work. When the person is helping, is resting. Am I right about that? How are you going to help somebody and the person is sitting down and he says, it shall pause it and then you are working. That is not how you help people. You help people as they do what they are supposed to do. And so please listen here. The spirit of God will come upon you as you go to the place. Perhaps it is a place of defense because you are pushing back. Or perhaps you go to the labor world because it is time to birth something new. But as you get to that place, the spirit of God will come upon you. Help will come. Some of you, you have not understood the role of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes people say, I've been believing God for this thing for the past five years and nothing is happening. I have read concerning this and until now it is not happening. I have found the word of God, I have stood on the word of God and nothing is happening. Listen, my dear friends. The fact that you find the word of God and you are standing on the word of God does not mean 
that the thing will just happen. Because most of the time, when your faith is shaky, shaky, it's bala bala like that. It's not gradials. It is your faith that is creating the problem. It is not the weakness of God. But understand that God knows that our faith will not be always kicking like that, standing steady. Because of that, there is, called, there is what is called the help of the spirit. Nobody gets help until they call for help. When was the last time you asked the Holy Ghost to help you? Because I'm believing you, Lord, for this healing. And somehow, my healing is not coming. I need help, Lord. I believe, Lord, help my own belief. When was the last time you prayed that kind of prayer? Young Gito, the pastor of that famous church in South Korea, says this, that when he was faced with a, a deliverance that he didn't call for, and when it seems as if the demons rather were chasing him to try and destroy him, he just realized that somehow something has to be done. He was commanding the demon to go out because he realized that it is written that Jesus, the only way he dealt with demons is to ask them to leave, command them to leave. Well, according to him, he did it the whole day. And just because the demon was also using a human vessel, when the human vessel gets tired, the demon also becomes tired. Why? Because the vessel they are using becomes weak. So he said at a point, the devil was also tired too. Because when he says, now you have to go. No, I won't go. You must leave because I'm asking you to leave in Jesus' name. No, I'm not leaving. Until he got to the place where he was so tired because this is supposed to be early morning prayer meeting. And now it's getting late to the evening. And he has not eaten anything. He, was, he didn't plan to fast. So eventually he got to the place where he got worried. And said, oh God, how long will this thing continue? Why don't you help me? And immediately. So this thing didn't have to last that long. It didn't really have to go from morning till evening. But it went from morning till evening because he was ignorant. He was not applying the truth of the word. But when he got to the place and he said, oh God, how long shall this thing continue? Why don't you help me? Immediately, he felt a warm sensation of the Holy Spirit coming upon him. And the place where he was now tired, he has gone to sit down. And the demon infested person too is sitting down. He said he just got up like a spring on his feet. And his eyes were moving fast left and right like a genuine Chinese. I'm using his own words here. And then he said, in the name of Jesus, come out! And the woman just fell flat as if she's dead. Unbeknownst to him, the spirit has gone out. But the way the woman has fallen, because she's the wife of a professor. And even she, the woman herself too, is a woman with a doctorate degree. He got scared. He said, oh God! Now, she's dead. It is even worse than the demon possession. Oh Lord, resurrect her now in the name of Jesus. Of course, he didn't know. That was ignorance. 
But you know, God deals with our ignorance. How many of you know that some of us, or almost all of us, we don't really know all the spiritual things? That's why the word is there to help us. So the woman just came to herself and she said, you know, every time you are asking to leave, the demons, they were making strategy inside me. I was hearing them. They said, this one is a novice. He doesn't know what he's doing. Let us resist him because he will get weary and he will give up and then we will overcome him. So they were doing it, doing it, doing it until when the anointing came upon him because they always recognize the anointing. So now they said, now we cannot resist him anymore. We cannot resist him. The warm presence of the Holy Spirit is upon him right now. Let us go. One, two, three, shoot. He left. Listen, get to the place where when you are standing on the word and something is refusing to work, you just know that the word is supposed to work. So if it's not working, then there's something with this vessel. And the Lord will always help. Somebody said, help down my unbelief. Guess what happened? God helped him. He was able to have his results. The disciples never said to the Lord, help our unbelief. So they have to now go to the Lord later on before they can know that their unbelief also contributed to the situation. May you have acceleration in your life. May the spirit of delay be arrested. May every area of ignorance that has become the basis of the enemy constantly hounding you and harassing you, may that ignorance be removed by a revelation of the spirit of God. In Jesus' name. So, likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. We don't know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings we cannot be uttered. When the Spirit comes upon a man and they are praying, they pray in the Spirit, they pray in tongues. But please listen to me. Praying with the understanding is good. Praying with the Spirit is also good. Don't become the kind of person who is not so balanced that all your prayer, you are just praying in tongues. The prayer will work all the same, but mentally, you will not be edified. So if you are in a place where somehow you cannot pray, when they throw arrows at you, they will be able to exact some, something from you. They will be able to steal something from you. So when you pray in the spirit, pray with your understanding also. When you sing in the spirit, Sing with your understanding also. That is balance. Hallelujah. But this scripture is there to show you that one of the ways by which there is a divine overthrow is through the Holy Ghost. May the Holy Ghost lift up ambushments against all who stand against you. May the Holy Ghost lift up ambushments against COVID-19. Whatever they have plotted and planned and whatever they are declaring concerning Africa, concerning this nation, concerning Whatever office or whatever company we are working with, may the Holy Ghost organize an ambushment in the name of Jesus. Let them be overthrown in Jesus' name. And he that searches the heart knows what the mind of the Spirit is. Why? Because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And I like the, what follows. And we know that all things work together for them that love God. To them who are called according to his purpose. 
You know, the greatest ambush is for the devil not to know that Jesus is supposed to be killed. Look, Jesus was a spirit being. Because of us, he had to have a body. And when he came into this body, he immediately came under limitation. Why would you want to release somebody from the limitation they are in and then expect to defeat them when you have removed their limits? But that is what the devil doesn't understand about God. And I want to make you understand that whatever tool the devil prepares, meaning that he will use it to bring you down, God will cause all those things to work together for your good. Jesus was supposed to die. But how? They didn't know. But when the time came where it seemed like he was causing too much harm in the body, they decided that the best way to do is to eliminate him. They tried to kill him in Nazareth. It didn't work because the Bible said it was not his time. So he just went through the crowd and left. But they didn't know that it was not because it wasn't his time. They thought because he played them while you and left. So now, when they got Judas, they now believe that now we have him where we want him. May your enemies, those who think that when they enter into your secret chambers, they will be able to find a perfect weapon against you to bring you down. May God cause ambushments to come upon them in the name of Jesus. When they come at you because there is a relative who opened the door, may God cause ambushments in Jesus' name. Even if a mother opens the door, may ambushments be plotted against them in Jesus' name. If a sister opens the door, may ambushments be against them in the name of Jesus. A man's enemies shall be the men of his own house. But I declare that God's hand is upon your enemies. For when they shall rise up against you, we call for ambushments. We call for sudden overthrows. We call for sudden breaking forth of the power of God upon them. In the name of Jesus. There are those who do not want us to grow. They always want us to be the church that is today 20, tomorrow 30. 20, 30. 20, 30. But they themselves in their own life, they won't progress. May God punish the devil. In the name of Jesus, may everything they have plotted, may it come upon them. May every man who has risen against Rima Chapel, may he find that that same gallows is waiting for him. Anybody who has lifted up his evil eyes and is fighting workers in this church, Anybody who is saying this work, let us leave it alone to pass somewhere so that it will break his back. May God identify them. Amen. And may there be ambushments against them. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh God, when they meant sickness, cause their sickness to become good health. Amen. When they mean hospitalization, cause their hospitalizations to become the people who go to the hospitals to minister to others. In the name of Jesus. When they mean to cause poverty, let it be, oh God, that the story becomes the philanthropist who gives to others who are poor. In the name of Jesus. May God arise 
May he arise as a man of war. And may God contend with all who contend against us. We're supposed not to be this number by this time. The very first day I came into this auditorium, what God showed me has not come to pass yet. But I declare in the name of Jesus that it is time. Let God therefore arise and let him make his word good in the name of Jesus. May every worker have their due reward. May nobody suffer because he's serving God in this house. In the name of Jesus. I command a divine acceleration. I command a divine acceleration. I command the removal of any spirit of delay out of any worker and any servant in this house. In the name of Jesus. It is time, oh God, it is time. It is time to contend with those who contend against us. It is time, oh God, for you to declare that I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Let them know that you spoke it, not us. You said it, not us. My God, the homes of these ones, let it be marked. Let it be marked in the calendar of God. Let the generation, the next generation of this church, let them be nurtured in an environment devoid of pollution, devoid of contamination. In the name of Jesus, any pollution, any contaminating, intended to divert the children of this house out of the destiny of God. May that pollution and contamination, may it meet the anger and the wrath of God. May God overthrow it in the name of the Lord Jesus. So you see, I will give you just some two other um, two other ambushes. The greatest ambush is the one Jesus himself did. Because they never expected that when they kill him, it will not be the end of the matter. He came to her like every human being who comes to her. He came laden with sins. Actually, his, his baggage of sins with which he came to hell was bigger and heavier than anybody has ever seen. And the demons are saying, this one is the biggest one. This one will remain here aeons of time. It's finished. We told him in the Garden of Gethsemane that this thing you are trying to do, it cannot be done. One man cannot take the sin of everybody upon himself. Just give it up, and he refused to. Now he's here. We'll make sure he's finished. And guess what? Jesus was coming like that. It is load. He was coming with Sammy's load. He was coming with Adam's load. The sons of Adam, he was carrying their load. And he was coming, coming, coming. And just because he was bent down with the load of sin, bent down with the load of sickness, bent down with everything the devil has inflicted this world with, they thought they got him. Because any human being who goes there, he's weak. Just because he's bent down doesn't mean he's weak. That was where the ambush was. And they didn't know. Oh, hallelujah. I don't know whether I should go far on this. Because I can get carried into worship again. Well, let me try. But anyhow, he came. And when he came, normally when you enter hell, there are exactors. They will exact punishment from you. 
He exacted the punishment that is due to Samuel. All the punishment I must suffer in eternity, it was upon him. For that matter, any other person from Adam, right through to the last man, including the 80 billion people on the planet right now, and the last person to ever be born, they all came upon Jesus. He suffered, he paid a price for everything. They were expecting him to be finished. What they didn't know. He was carrying the sins. But there was no sin in him. They didn't know that. He was carrying our corruptions. But only on the outside. Inside of himself, there was no corruption. And where there is no corruption, you cannot have weakness. They didn't know that. So they thought they were dealing with a weak man. But you know, with every blow, the clock was ticking, 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 ticking. That means the death was coming down, down. It was count down to zero. Till he got where everything where the, the, is it the, uh, the needle stopped. Because it was zero. And then he rose up like the mighty warrior. Said, no, the price is paid. Devil, the price is paid. Devil, God does not hold anything against any man anymore. You have been here and used this place as a place of quellarai, the Germans will say, as a place of punishment to human beings. Now, give me the keys. Oh, yeah, now. Come on, give me the keys. And he collected the keys of hell and death. So that what is supposed to be his weapons in which he's trusted, the keys to those weapons were his no more. He had been robbed of his weapons. And imagine this proud devil who is lording it even over those demonic angels and principalities. Now he himself falls off his throne. Bam! And he is forced. Not because he wanted to but he was forced to bow the knee to the Lord Jesus. He became evident to every demon that is following Satan. This is a lost cost. It's a lost cause. The battle is lost. They now understood that it is a losing battle they are fighting. They will never win, no matter what they do. So you see, when demons are attacking you in these days, their goal is that you will come and experience the suffering that they know is waiting for them. Don't you allow yourself to be deceived. Any temporary advantage that sin and wrongdoing gives you, it will exact 10 times from you. Don't go and exchange your 10 euros for one cent. Doesn't make sense. Am I talking to somebody? And the Bible said the first thing that the Lord Jesus did was he went to that particular chamber of hell that they call Abraham's bosom. Somebody will ask me, ah, but Abraham, he was a righteous man. Yeah, he was a righteous man, but he was born from sinful seed. So when he died, he couldn't go straight to the father. He had to be there in Abraham's bosom. 
Uh, he had to be there in a particular chamber that the Lord has created for the righteous dead. They couldn't be joined to the Lord. He went to those places and he preached to them. They were the spirits in prison. He went and preached to them. He went and told them the good news. He went and announced to them that you don't have to be here anymore. Now I have the keys. I've come to take you. The doors are open. Come on, let's go. And come and hear. Because the chorus started right there in that place. Oh, hey. The power of Jesus' name. Let it just prosper fall. Let it. Just prostrate for, pray for the royal dyer, then and crown him, 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 and crown see the prison warders, demonic entities. Now they are, they are looking at them and they are mocking. It started right in their own domain. Hallelujah. Don't you fear no demon. Don't you fear no devil. Once you have the proper fear of God, fear nothing. Fear nothing. Let God be your only fear. When you fear God, fear nothing. Because they have been spoiled already. Defeated. And guess what? It happened in hell. In those days, nobody goes there and comes to tell. So what did God do? He took people out of the place. Particularly those who have died a little bit early. Like two weeks, like three weeks, like a month or so before Jesus died. The righteous that he brought all of them. And he said, you know what? We're going to visit the city of Jerusalem. Go and show yourself to a couple of people. They went and they showed themselves to other people. What is the message? The power of death is broken. The power of those who hold people in bondage because he had the power of death, it is broken. The thing that the devil used to terrify people, it is no more. He made a public show of them. And the Bible says he took them to heaven. There are those in heaven now with their bodies. There are some who are there. Those specially selected people with their bodies, they are there. But our times are coming. Hallelujah. Whoa! How many of you know that Jesus is in heaven with his body? And those who had the privilege of being carried in his triumphant train, they went with their bodies also. I tell you, as for this gospel, it is better than anything you ever know. Now, please, can you be me? And let me just, let me just tell you a couple of stories and we are going to pray. You know, in the days of Gideon, the Bible said, God said that people are too many. You know why? Because where there is a need for ambushment, you don't need many people. And I'm declaring to you, although you may seem to be a minority, you don't need many to be with you because of the ambushment of God. God brought 300 men. What did he do? Divide them into three companies. 
They didn't even have a sword. The interesting thing is, they had only light and a pitcher and a trumpet. And they put the lamps or the lanterns in the pitchers. And when they are positioning themselves, because they are expecting God to do the ambushment, at one signal, they all lifted up their voice and they shouted as they were breaking their pitchers. They said what? The sword of the Lord and the sword of Gideon. And what did the Lord do? The ambushment was in full operation. They were completely overthrown. They didn't know what was hitting them. The only people who had a little bit of idea of what is happening is the guy that dreamed and the one to whom he told the dream. They are the only people who knew a little bit, but the rest, they were overthrown. Your enemies shall be overthrown and they won't know what is hitting them. Those people who have set themselves up and they say you are not making heaven, God will overthrow them in Jesus' name. There are people who say, if you still want to stay in this marriage, you will stay in this marriage with pain. God will overthrow them in Jesus' name. And those who say, you, you are condemned. Now from hand to mouth, you're going to leave. God will overthrow them in the name of Jesus. You have more than enough. Because the plan of God is that you might be a blessing. In the name of Jesus. Number two, David. David had had many battles, but this particular one, I like it. In 2 Samuel chapter 5, the verse number 22 to 25, the Philistines gathered once again. And the Bible said, when they came this time, God said, you know what? These people, they have studied you. They have studied how the fight went the last time. They have come to the place where they begin to realize that the ambushments that come, they come in a particular way and in a particular fashion. So God said, you know what? Don't go the same way they expect. Fetch a compass. Take a detour, meaning that the journey may be longer. But do that. And then when you come to the place of the mulberry trees, I will tell you something. When you hear the sound of a going, that is what you read in your word, a going. Try to check what particular word is translated going. You'll be surprised. You know what? Those of you who have uh, known idol worshippers or to do men, they have something on their hand. And when they are shaking it, it's making noise. Then they have something here. When they, step, they are stepping, then it's making chan, 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 chan. Uh-huh. That is the very thing that the Bible said, when you hear the footsteps, because this, uh, is it an ankle, ankle bracelet, you will call it? These ankle bracelets, their goal is that when you step, they make a noise. So when you hear the noise of the bracelets happening on the top of the trees. That is when you know that God has gone ahead of you. Go and you overtake them. And you know what I like about it? The devil is never an original. All these juju men that are doing all these kind of things they are doing, eh? they, they, won't, they won't comb their hair, you know, they leave the hair and then they, they, they bore a hole in some coins. 
and they put it in. Hey, how many of you know what I'm talking about? And it is the, the, the vow of the Nazarite they are trying to duplicate. They are never any original. So they know that when God goes to battle, he wears some ankle bracelets. And it is the noise that he makes that is to terrify the enemy. So the juju men, you find them when they are about to do their thing, then they are wearing those things. Don't fear any juju man from now. When he begins to do that, call upon the Lord. He will lay ambush. If ever in your presence, some juju man begins to operate and he, he levitates to the air, command him to fall down to the ground. Down and break his back. Let's see whether he can get up. And the third thing I want to give you is about the Second World War. Very interesting stories. People were praying because Hitler had prepared well. And incidentally, had he won, it wouldn't have been easy at all for anybody. Because even his own people, the Germans, there were a lot of very good Germans who knew the guy was wrong. And they tried to, you know, to see whether they can be able to get him. The man was spiritually backed. Anytime you are contending with somebody who is spiritual, go on your knees first. That is where the victory lies. Some of them lost their lives because they tried to do things against Hitler, even including bombing him. And somehow the man will know. He comes to a place where they want to bomb him, and he's supposed to spend a certain time. And within minutes, he says, no, it's over, he's going. And when he leaves, the bomb goes off. What makes you think that he's a common man? Every man who is operating the occult, he will not win elections in Africa this year. In the name of Jesus. Anybody who goes to the juju man, he has crossed the red line. May the angel of the Lord locate them. May they be denied the power to ascend. Africa has suffered too much. We want a person God can use. Let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. If you go to a juju man, if you go to sacrifice a human life for power, you have crossed the red line. And if anybody, by virtue of their scheming and plotting, they even managed to get to power, may they die on the day of their inauguration in Jesus' name. Am I against somebody? No, I am fighting for righteousness. So please, some of you don't look at me that way. <laughs> but one story I will finish and close, the Second World War. The Battle of Normandy was particularly hard. And actually, that battle is what decided that Germany was going to capitulate or surrender. You know what they did? They didn't have sufficient equipment. So they created armored cars out of wood. They created wooden armored cars and painted them. And they had a whole battalion who just trained in how to lift those armored cars and move with them so that in their movement, it looks like the armor cars are coming. No, you can check, you will see that it's there. But it was an ambushment. Because when those people got into those armor cars and they began to move, it seems as if the enemy is attacking them on all fronts. So they didn't really know which one to defend from. And those armor cars they saw 
were not real angokas. They were human legs moving those angokas. But it did the work that it's supposed to do. Why? Because the Lord was setting ambushment against evil. Every evil that is supposed to take you, I declare in Jesus' name that there is an ambushment against it. Any mouth that has lifted up itself in order to condemn you, I declare in Jesus' name, the same mouth condemns them. And I decree divine escapes. Divine escapes to you. All demonic ambushments will redirect their power against the very, very core in the name of Jesus. May the Lord arise. May he contend with those who contend against you. Please lift up, uh, stand on your feet and we are going to pray. Thank you for taking our time to tune in. For more information on our services, visit our website www.wimachapu.org You can also join us for our weekly conference course on Thursdays. More details on our website. Also make sure to check our Facebook, Instagram and YouTube platforms.